Thank you for joining us for the Power of Faith with David Hathaway. It is our hope that you will be inspired and encouraged by today's message. We pray God's blessing upon you as you listen. Don't forget to visit our website, eurovision.org.uk, for more information on David's ministry. In today's episode, David continues his Bible study from the book of James. Starting to read from verse 7 of chapter 5. In this passage, James imparts valuable insights, offering guidance and encouragement to those navigating the challenging journey of faith. We'll uncover profound lessons on patience, perseverance, and the unwavering hope that anchors our souls. Now, open your Bible and join David for today's word. He goes on, and this is coming a little bit closer to home because he says, the hire of the laborers who work for you and which you have kept back from them by fraud cries out to God. And it says, uh, they cry out to the Lord and these cries are entered into the ears of the Lord. You see, one has to realize that when we die, every one of us must appear before the judgment seat of Christ, good or bad. And there is a judgment, there is a day of judgment. And therefore, all these things that you fail to do, these things where you have done wrong and sinned, is going to bear witness against you on the day of judgment. That's why he's referring in verse 4 and in verse 5, you've lived in pleasure on the earth, you've nourished your hearts, and there's a day when you, you think that uh, there is nothing more. There's only just the days down here. But he goes on in verse 6, you've condemned and killed the just. And God doesn't actually stop you. No, God doesn't stop you. But then in verse 7, he comes on to the spiritual side. He says, be patient, brethren, unto the coming of the Lord. There's a great exhortation in the scripture to the waiting and the patience because, as he says here, the farmer waits for the seed, the crops, to mature. And he has to be patient. He cannot speed up the process. Now, that's what, what he's meaning to say. Look, you put the seed in the ground, you plant a, an apple tree or a fig tree or whatever. You cannot, there's nothing that you can do that will really speed that process. You have to wait patiently for the harvest. And he says, you've got to have long patience until you receive the early and the latter rain. And let me say that uh, there is a spiritual lesson here, that spiritually we're sowing seed. They, when we preach the gospel, when we witness, we're sowing the seed of the word. The scripture refers to it, the seed of the word. And that seed needs the rain, which is the Holy Spirit. And we're talking, and this is a subject in itself that I will deal with 
elsewhere, but I do believe that when he's speaking about the first and the last rain, this is Joel chapter 2, where he promises the outpouring of the Holy Spirit uh, as the first and the last rain, and the last rain is greater than the first, and here it's simply that Even in the physical, you have to wait for the harvest. But spiritually, when we're working for God, we don't see all the results down here. Only God knows um, what happens to that young person you point to Christ. You didn't know that they would go on to be an evangelist. Uh, Even with my own father, my, my father who taught me so much, and prayed over me so much, never lived long enough because he was in the First World War, married late, and I was about, he was about 40-odd when I was born. And so he never lived to see how much God has blessed me. And it's going to be wonderful uh, when the Lord comes back to, for my father to see the fruit of the seed that he sowed. So he's saying, be patient, verse 8, and strengthen and establish your heart. Why? Because even 2,000 years ago, James was saying, the coming of the Lord is getting near. You know, right from the beginning with the early church, they believed in the early return of Christ, uh, so much so that when Jesus was talking about the coming of the Holy Spirit, the disciples said to him, when the Holy Spirit is come, will you restore the kingdom to Israel? In other words, will you set up your kingdom on earth then? And he warned them that no man knows the day nor the hour. Then in verse 9, it's coming on to something else. Don't hold a grudge against one another, because if you do in your heart, you're hindering them. And yes, you will be condemned, because God is the judge. We're told not to judge one another, because God is the judge. And then in verse 10, he's moving on to something else, and we're coming on to something really interesting here. Take my brethren, the prophets, who spoke in the name of the Lord for an example of suffering affliction and of patience. Hmm. You see, the prophets in the Old Testament, they suffered enormously for what they were doing. They weren't preaching the same kind of a gospel that we have because Jesus had not come and died, but they were still preaching about the kingdom and God's righteousness and It says in verse 11, Behold, we count them happy who faithfully endure. You know, it's enduring to the end, keeping faithful to the end. And just as the prophets had to, so you and I must keep faithful to the very end. And he says, you've heard of the patience of Job and you've seen the end And what we find is this, although Job lost his family who died in the persecution, the end of Job was so much greater than the beginning, and 
what Job received after the persecution. It said that his daughters were the fairest in the land, the most beautiful. So that what God gave him was far more beautiful than what he had at the beginning. And, you know, Job said something in all his persecution and suffering. He said something amazing because he said, and I actually put these words on my wife's tomb. He said, in my flesh shall I see God. So even in the Old Testament, in the days of the prophets, before Christ had come and preached the message of the kingdom, Job believed in resurrection. Come on. He believed in the resurrection of the dead and believed that he would be in the presence of the Lord and said, literally, not in a spirit, not as a ghost, not in some unearthly thing in heaven. And a lot of people get the idea that heaven is, is unearthly. <laughs> it is, but not in the physical sense. In heaven, we will have physical bodies. How do I know? The evidence is when Jesus rose from the dead and came back, he was seen and recognized and sent to Thomas, who didn't believe it was the Lord, put out your hand and feel the hole in my side and see the hole in my hands. So the body of Jesus after the resurrection was the same mortal, no, immortal, but the same physical body. Do you understand? So that's why he's saying, Job was saying, in my flesh, Shall I see God? This year in Ukraine, we will be holding a day of prayer, uniting communities, in a shared spirit of resilience and hope. Your contribution will enable us to create a powerful day of reflection, connection, and strength for those affected by the challenges of war. All David's life, he has been following a powerful, prophetic vision. Hearing God's voice behind him, saying, this is the way, walk in it. And now, as David explores Paul's letter to the Ephesians, in his new book, Power, Your Inheritance, the book of Ephesians explored, David is seeing more clearly what God's ultimate plan is for us to fulfill. It is by revelation of the Holy Spirit that step by step, all his life, David has lived the miracles of the Bible. Now, take your Bible, open it to Ephesians, and follow David, through the revelation, he has received, and wants to share with you. Order David Hathaway's book, Power, Your Inheritance, The Book of Ephesians Explored, by visiting eurovision.org.uk forward slash shop. Thank you for listening to the Power of Faith broadcast with David Hathaway. We would love to hear from you. Contact us by visiting eurovision.org. UK. Also available online are many free teaching resources to help you on your walk with God. David has written many faith-building books to encourage and inspire. Order these online today. Each month, David ministers online and in person. Our ministry is only possible because of the faithful support of so many people. For details on our evangelism and humanitarian relief work, visit eurovision.org.uk. Thank you again for listening.